Internet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday, April 21st, 2022. And this, this is episode number 465 of Barry on Deck. I gave it to you wrong on Tuesday. I said 466. I was way off. We haven't even got there yet. That'll be tomorrow. But uh, we're back on track. I got the numbers right. So, you know, not that y'all gave a shit. Uh, Welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Uh, Hold on to your butts. We got a busy one today. It's a three-hour Thursday. We moved Mike Jackson from joining me yesterday to today. I just realized I forgot to make the Whisker Wednesday slide, so I have failed you miserably, and we'll have to do that tomorrow. Shit! Right off the rip. All right, we're doing Whisker Wednesday. It's going to be a furry feline Friday. I don't, I fucked it up. I'm sorry, Katie. I've totally forgot. The whole not doing a show yesterday messed up the whole thing. Messed up my schedule. Messed up my week. Uh, But it was for a great reason. And I, uh, I feel like I owe you guys an explanation right now. Uh... So the reason we didn't do a show yesterday is not because of the rumors you saw on the Discord or on Twitter that I was just getting super high because I'm secretly a 420 weirdo. No, I mean I I do I do I do partake a little bit, but it's the legal over the counter Delta 8 Delta 10 stuff, not the not that illegal imported narcotics that some of you heathens take that's not why though it wasn't because it was 420 although somebody did i think it was bzh 420 that pointed out uh i was off last year on 420 it's becoming a theme i assure you it was strictly coincidence because uh going into the show actually uh what time was it yesterday oh shit where'd my phone go oh uh during show prep yesterday I get a text from my pal, your friend, friend of the show, Christopher Hart. And uh, he said, hold on. Sorry, guys. Uh, my bad. Mike Jackson was asking questions. Mike Jackson going to be joining us today, by the way. Uh, UFC fighter, MMA personality, Mike Jackson. Mike, the truth. Jackson will be joining the show at 315 today. Uh, so he's going to be uh, here. He's fighting this Saturday in Vegas. On the UFC Fight Night card, it will be the first fight on the prelims, so don't miss it. But he's kind enough to uh, pop in while in Vegas, while busy getting ready for the fight. So he's going to join us. So anyways, like I said, squirrel moment, uh, I got I got a uh, a text from our old pal, our old buddy Christopher Hart. 
who was like, hey, man, uh, give me a call when you get a second. I called him. He said, dude, do you know anybody that could produce a show? I was like, well, what's up? He said, well, yes, uh, I'm supposed to be interviewing Colin uh, Hanks. Tom Hanks' son, he's been in a plethora of good movies and fun time movies. And well, he uh, he's scheduled today at two o'clock. And the producer that normally does this for me is not here. He can't get in the country. Uh, he's out. So I don't have anybody to record this for me. And I really want to do this. Because uh, this could be big going forward. It could be a, an in intro to the whole like Paramount, Paramount Plus family. Uh, so it was a pretty big deal for Christopher Hart. And I was thinking of who could do it. I was like, buddy, I just don't know, man. I, uh, I, I'm not quite sure that I know anybody that would be able to do it. And uh, he was like, well, if you think of somebody, let me know because I'm desperate and this is like super important. I was like, you know what? I'll do it. You know, a friend in need is a friend indeed, right? And I was like, you know what? I know for a fact if I call Christopher Hart right now, I was like, bro, I need you. This is super important to me. I absolutely need you. He would drop whatever he was doing and come help me do it. So. I said, you know what? We'll just cancel the show for the day and uh, we'll go. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be there. So that's what I did. I canceled the show and I showed up and uh, I helped him and it was dope. It was badass. It was great. Uh, let me see. I, I took a couple pictures here. Uh, so this was like one part of it. You can't really see it. I should have probably sent these to the, to the screen, but yeah, this was uh it was a good time had by all. He was, uh, interviewing Colin Hanks. So that was pretty dope. So yeah, good times had by all. I, uh, I see that the crowd is kind of light right now. I'm guessing everybody's fucking playing marbles over on odd takes. Let's go check it out. Let's go to Twitch tv forward slash odd takes i'm guessing they're still on and i'm guessing that they're oh they're winding down now oh it's them look at that just in time just in time well look who's showing up late now bitches uh-huh i see i see how it is guys i see those goddamn marbles are more important than your boy okay starting to hate jerry and aaron fuck you guys and those stupid ass fucking marbles fuck y'all fuck them marbles thanks for the raid though very nice bitch i'm always on time ivan raggedy ho okay not always yeah uh and then you know what i don't even want to welcome the odd squad fuck the odd squad i'm telling my good ass story from yesterday nobody's here to see it hear it you know what? Uh-uh. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm uh, no, we're not doing this. I you be here on time. Fuck y'all. Fuck that story. Now I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Sorry, playing marbles for seven dollars. Okay. Let's see how this is. Let's see how this is. I see where the loyalties around here lie. I see. I see how it is. <sighs> Anyways, so that's why we didn't have a show yesterday. Uh, so good show planned. As I mentioned earlier, no, 
No, that's not it, Stephen. That's not it at all. That was not it. That was not it at all. Um, a friend, a friend was important. That's why. Hey, Podbean Squad is here. Yeah. Oh, dope. Great. Thanks for being there, Eric Resendez, Chris Reyes, John Dory. Okay. Uh, yeah. What did they put in that Diet Coke? Nothing. I'm just over here trying to have a show and, and, and you know, just always get bitched out. About starting late, I start on time, nobody's here. Y'all rather watch some goddamn fake-ass marbles run around on the screen. You know what? I decided. I'm changing the show hours. That's it. I'm tired of this shit. If we all can't get along, fuck it. Changing the show hours. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Sorry I'm late. What did I miss? Oh, oh, oh. oh breathe deeply, Barry. I got to rub my ear like on uh was that movie with Martin Lawrence? Man, over here, just out gallivanting around with the marbles. Uh, all right, let's get to the sports headlines, shall we? I'm not, I don't even know. I can't even say what's up to the chat because no goddamn chat was here. No, 420 wasn't good for me. Shut up, one deep. Hey, uh, DJ Maddie, thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. Odd takes, thank you for the raid. Uh, Alan Denson, thank you for the 10 bits of the warm-up. Heartthrob, thank you for the 10 bits of the warm-up. And A-F-L-I-E-F-T-X, I don't know how to say that. Thank you for the follow yesterday while we were off air. Let's do the sports headlines. How do I know how you feel? Uh, what is that supposed to mean, Alex? Boy, y'all, y'all are something else. Let's see how this is. Let's see. Okay. Uh, here's your sports headlines for the day. I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to say anything. Mark, thank you for the hundred bits, buddy. Very much appreciate it. Here's your sports headlines for the day. Villanova's Jay Wright retiring as head coach. He's called it, uh, quits, which surprised a lot of people. Potch, thank you for the 69 bits, buddy. Jay Wright calls it quits. 20 years in the biz. Decides to step into, um, decides to step into a front office role, I guess. I guess, no, it's not a front office. Uh, he's going to be working with like the Dean and uh, some other people. I saw the name like Mark Jackson being thrown. I was like, is that the old Mark Jackson? Is that who that is? But I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, Jay Wright stepping down. They've already got his replacement set. I didn't get the name. Uh, but yeah, he's done calling it quitsies. Nats pregame demo caused an evacuation of the Capitol. I'm sure you heard this as well already because this was yesterday's news. But uh, Wallace, I have my shit together, buddy. I, I absolutely have my shit together. Uh, this was caused by an airplane and pregame celebrations. And they shut the Capitol down and evacuated it. And then find out. And then find out. Oh, look at that. This was all part of the Nats. That's weird. Um, sources are saying that the Suns' Devin Booker are likely out the next two games. I've got his update on the next slide, but this was originally what happened in last night's game. Um, yeah, Suns' Booker likely out the next two games. Altuve officially put on the injured list with a hamstring strain. I thought it was interesting. Dusty Baker made the point to let us all know that Altuve apologized for getting injured, which is kind of weird. Right? Like, it's it's kind of weird that you would apologize for getting injured. He said, well, that's just kind of the guy you are. Jared Taylor, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. 
He said that's kind of the guy he is, but I don't know. That's just like everyone knows you didn't get injured on purpose. Are you just being kind of an attention whore kind of guy or whatever? Kevin said here at the sewer plant, everyone's shits together. Okay. What's up, H-Town, dude? Uh, Mark G. CC, he looks like a Mormon white supremacist. He's very clean looking. Uh, I saw CC's thing. She says, Jay Wright is oddly attractive to me. Very long face, CC. Very long face. But uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's very clean looking. Joel, thank you for the 50 bits, my friend. It's kind of weird. I don't know that I would call him attractive. But uh, kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, all right, so last one. De La Hoya is being sued over sexual assault allegations. This is pretty wild. I actually kept this story up. I usually just make comments about the headlines, but I wanted to read this a little bit because this is pretty wild. Uh, a former employee Heck of yeah. his tequila uh, company, Casa Mexico, yeah. has alleged that he sexually harassed and sexually assaulted her Heck yeah. while they were on a trip uh, in Mexico. She said that it wasn't the first Heck time yeah. that he had showed up to her room and his pants was down and forced his way in, got in the Heck bed. Yeah. She eventually got him out of the bed and sent him uh, on his way. But then later on, when they were back home at his house, there was a party going on. And for some reason, they ended up in his bedroom and he pulled out a sex toy and sexually assaulted her. Uh, so she has filed a civil suit. And in his defense, De La Hoya said, and this sounds, it's, it's pretty bad the way this is worded. I don't know who his PR people are, but for this to say, this is De La Hoya's quote in a statement. Within the, with the 24-hour news cycle, we all find ourselves in more often than not malicious and unjust accusations. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Let me read this right. With the 24-hour news cycle we find ourselves in, more often than not, malicious and unjust accusations are interpreted as truth without the evidence to support their erroneous claims. I am confident my legal team will resolve this matter and prove my innocence. And that's what his team released. Uh, it says, in addition to the claims of sexual harassment and sexual battery, the suit alleges gender discrimination, wrongful termination, and negligent and intentional infliction of emotional distress. It says, Casa Mexico sued the woman who is suing De La Hoya for sexual misconduct and sexual assault. Casa Mexico sued the woman and company founder, Eric Gerardo for breach of fiduciary duties in December. So it's getting nasty. This was actually this civil suit accusing De La Hoya of sexual assault and sexual misconduct is a counter suit to the original suit by his tequila company. So pretty ugly, pretty messy. I'm still 100% team believe women. Heck yeah pretty crazy though uh hey thank you for the gifted subs we look like we're in a thank hype you. train here thank you to mark g gifted two tier one subs to scott hanza and don chapo thank you chapo i should say not chapo uh last call bbr gifted a sub to b hand and thank you buddy uh who else i saw i think we got like five gifted subs from chris reyes there he is chris reyes thank you for the gifted subs my friend Forms 42, Pelly Rat, Ayolo's Gaming, Big Boss, Marshall, and O, or sorry, C Monts. All got gifted subs from Mr. Reyes. Thank you guys for the hype train. Thank you for the gifted subs. Thank you for the bits. Jared Taylor with the 200 bits. Donna with the 45 bits. Joel with the 50 bits. And Jared Taylor with the 100 bits. Thank you guys so much. Very much appreciated.
Alan Denson with the 200 bits. Thank you, buddy. Uh, so that was the that was uh, pretty crazy. I didn't expect that. Sandy Bridges with 100 bits. Thank you, Sandy. Uh, Amos with a gifted sub to BZH420. Thank you for that, my friend. What does it say? Is paying forward the gifted sub? Oh, that was dope. Um, there was, I saw there was a held comment. Did you clear that out, Potch? That was kind of weird. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was El Chapo was in the chat. Uh, yeah. Um, where did that go? You have a better chance than I do. Sounds like the word of a guilty man. Yeah, that is kind of crazy, dude. Uh, that yeah, I, I I'm I'm not saying it was guilty. I'm just saying it's like a you you could you could put this a better way, I think, than what he did, right? Like mentioning the 24 hour news cycle and all that. Ugh, that's just a bad look to me. Mimi, thank you for the hundred bits. Or excuse me, three hundred bits, sweetie. DJ Maddie, thank you for the 26 bits, my friend. Last call with the one month sub. Heck yeah, tonight, bot. <laughs> Thank you for the gifted sub to Nightbot, my friend. Uh, very much appreciated. All right, here's the risk. I actually do have two rounds of headlines just because there was so much. And then we got to talk NBA because phew, that shit last night, that was wild. I actually enjoyed watching basketball for the change. So here's the rest of your sports headlines for the day. Devin Booker has a grade one hamstring strain. So like I said, at the beginning, they weren't sure. Likely out two games. Now they know for sure it is a grade one hamstring strain. The Texas woman that had filed a lawsuit against Jerry Jones claiming that he was her dad but wouldn't admit it and paid the mom off like $3 million and bought her a Range Rover and paid for her college. Now she's dropping the lawsuit against Jerry Jones. But, but, she says she still wants him to take a paternity test Excuse me, to prove, to prove. Why is Mike Jackson calling me? Uh-oh, is he not going to be able to do the show now? God bless you, Mike Jackson. I think he's good. Okay. Yeah, to prove that uh, that he is or is not her dad. So she's still asking for that, but she has dropped uh, the lawsuit. So there you go. Um, if you didn't watch, um, I don't can't I'm, I can't believe I'm not thinking of his name. Middleton of the Bucks sprained his MCL uh, in the loss to the Bulls, and uh, they're also expecting him to probably miss at least two games. Why do I have this thing here twice? Uh, sources are saying that Game Four is a realistic target for Ben Simmons to be back. So you think so, Cece? Cece said, "I bet she got. Uh, I bet she dropped it. You think she got money?" I mean, they would obviously have to settle out of court for that, right? I would think so. Like, if you're, you would want that to be official. But, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe he was just like, God damn it, woman. I'm going to do this again, but. So, anyways, expect Ben Simmons maybe back realistically by game four of that Philly series. Or, sorry, of the uh, Net Celtics series. And they need him. They need him. In fact, let's talk about it. Because, uh. Last night, that, that Mets, that, that, sorry, that Nets Celtics series is a fun ass series. Although, I kind of feel like the Brooklyn Nets are fighting with one hand tied behind their back. And it's not because of their lack of depth. I think their depth is what kept them in the game last night. I think that they're, they're, the problem is Steve Nash is just getting out coached. He's not a good basketball coach. He's a bad 
basketball coach. And I don't think he knows what he's doing necessarily. I, I mean, I think Steve Nash knows the game of basketball. But there were so many questions, and I, I made my notes, and I don't know if you guys give a shit or not about my notes, but uh, first of all, both teams play great defense. But... Um, Shout out, Chill Will. Who's Chill Will? Who's, is he on the Podbean? Is that what that is, Chris Reyes? Hey, what's up, Chill Will, over there on the Podbean? What's up, fam? Okay, yeah. Uh, Chill Will, if you don't know, thank you, Christopher Reyes. If you don't know, this is a live stream show on Twitch. And uh, we do this every day, Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m., Monday through Thursday, 11 to 1, uh, 1 p.m. on Fridays. So tomorrow we are early. Today is a three-hour Thursday. We do a third hour of the show. Uh, and then, yeah, you can uh, you can check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck if you want to hang out and take a look. When will you believe Still me about Anthony Edwards? Ah! Out of there. I tell you what, it, uh, it he's showing up and showing out. You were right, Chill Will. Uh, he's he's looking damn good so far. Damn good. I tell you what, though, I the Celtics net series is pretty interesting. The first two games have been really good. But what I didn't understand last night, if you looked at it, and I tweeted this. Goran Dragic was was 7 of 10 from the floor in the first half. He got three shots in the second half combined, and that that includes that garbage time layup he got as the game was ending. Seth Curry was 5 of 8 through three quarters from the field. He got three shots in the fourth. So you got... Seth Curry and, and Goran Dragic, Dragic I, can't, I don't know why I can't say his name, going 12 of 18 through three quarters. And then they go back to Mr. Turnover himself, Kevin Durant. I don't know what his problem was. Super sloppy game of basketball by KD. Kyrie Irving was not really a factor at all. In fact, Durant and Curry or, or Durant and Kyrie went eight of thirty for the game. Meanwhile, you got Curry and Dragic that are going. What I say, twelve of eighteen. Look, sometimes your stars just don't have it, and that's okay. You can use them as decoys. But I'm watching this lead slowly deteriorate, and then them not able to come back to it. And I'm like, why are they not going back to what got them that lead? Because Boston's defense was outstanding on Durant and Kyrie, which is why Dragic and, and Curry were able to do what they did. But then they they just, I don't know if they were forcing it or what, but it just, it didn't make sense to me. What's up, MMA Marks? What's up, fam? Good to see you here. Thanks for being here. Uh, stick around. I got Mike Jackson joining me in uh, hour number two to talk the UFC card coming up. I think you'll enjoy that. Mike Jackson, friend of mine, friend of the show. So uh, stick around. We'll talk UFC fight night in hour number two at 315 here at Houston time. Nash definitely getting out coached. Yeah, I thought so too, Perry. I thought that some of the adjustments that he didn't make at half, uh, even though they were up, you could tell that it was slowly slipping away. And there were times when Boston, actually when they finally went on that run and took the lead and never looked back, it was like a 14 to two run. How do you not call a timeout early in that run? Just didn't make sense to me. Steve Nash is bad. I don't like it. Yep, first fight this weekend, Mike Jackson. That is correct. I've known Mike for like, I don't know, 
12 years now. So, yeah, he's going to be joining the program. So, uh, 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 Potter, Donna, can y'all give MMA Marks a uh, shout-out, please? Thank you. Uh, yeah, so stick around for that, man. It should be good. Uh, so, yeah, I, that that was crazy. I watched the rest of these games, and uh, Joel Embiid is something else, man. Dude, that shot he made with very, what was it, 0.9 seconds left on the shot clock. How do you even get that off? And he did, and it was pure. Meanwhile, James Harden sitting on the bench with six fouls. Harden being Harden in the playoffs. What did he shoot for the for the game? Harden was 7 of 13 from the field, 2 of 4, 19 points, fouled out, a non-factor down the stretch. Didn't need it, though, because you had Joel Embiid and, uh, and Maxie. Maxie's nice. Oh yeah, Clarence said uh, Mike Jackson's a cool dude. Talked with him at Kobo's and hearing it uh, and hearing his beginning. Oh dude, yeah, Mike Jackson's story is really cool. I think I think you'll uh, if you if you if you do get a chance to talk to that dude around town, great story on how he came up and how he got started. Uh, so yeah, I dig it. Let me see. I feel like I'm missing some of the chat here. Khalees. Oh okay, that was for the Jerry Jones stuff. Um yeah, so. Uh, where'd it go? Damn it. I can't find what the fuck I was looking for earlier. I didn't get to watch a, a ton of the Bulls-Bucks game. Uh, I watched enough, though. And uh, DeMar DeRozan. What, I looked up DeMar DeRozan's stats. And I don't know, chat. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. I have no idea. Oh, I owe a shoe check? Did it? Why isn't that firing off? What is happening on the show today? Who did the shoe check? When did that happen? Oh, always one team. Ivan did the shoe check. My bad, Ivan. I didn't even see that. That was... Yeah, that did it pop up on the screen? Because it's supposed to give me an audible alert. I'll be damned. Uh, well, I wore the sports ride gear because I saw CeCe asking about sports ride. I thought everybody knew. But yeah, sports ride's on hiatus until everybody can get their schedules to match. So I'm rocking the... Air Max, uh, ooh, Air Max Jewels. I saw these. Uh, these are these are my favorite Air Maxes. Well, one of them, but I uh, the, these in particular, just because I like the look of them. But the reason I I bought these, I had to find them on uh, what's it called? Mark said these are ugly. Bitch, I love these shoes. These are like some of my favorites. I need to clean my shoes. Look at that from the. For my jeans. I need to do that for all of them. I need to sit down and clean them all. Um, I saw Eminem in an interview wearing these shoes. I was like, dude, I like those. Those are dope. So, yeah. I got me a pair of those. So, yeah. Louisiana guy as well. Oh, Mike Jackson. Yep. Louisiana dude. Mark doesn't like my shoes. Jerk. Jerk ass jerk. I haven't haven't seen you in so long. Okay. All right. Um, sorry about that. I didn't mean to miss that. That's my bad. Thank you guys for the hype train, by the way. 10 gifted subs, 1,390 bits. We got the level four of the hype train. I think that deserves a shot. I still haven't gone and gotten any Jameson, but that is on the agenda. I promise you. Uh, that is on the agenda. So I will gonna go. I am gonna go get Jameson because shooting Bacardi's just. Don't get me wrong, it's still it'll still get you buzzed. 
But cheers, you guys. Thank you for the hype trade. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the support. Thank you for hanging out. Much appreciated. This show doesn't happen without you. Love you guys to death. Thank you so much. Cheers. No, we're not rest in peace to sports, right? It's not dead. It's not die. It's not dying. It's just on hold for a while until everybody gets well, until they get their shit together. I, I have no life. So cheers. Mm. Slanging it everywhere. Ugh. Trick that was March. What was March? What the, what was March? Uh, those shoes really are kind of ugly. Man, I love these fucking shoes. You crazy. You crazy. Love these shoes, Divada. Uh, okay. Got the NBA out of the way. Are you guys watching? I mean, are y'all into it? I saw I saw Clarence trying to get them to the Pellies to bounce uh Chris Paul and company. Better chance now with Devin Booker out. I'll tell you that much. Much. Um I did not expect that out of the Pelicans, by the way. CJ McCollum is a pretty good lead, right? He was always robbing in Portland, but now you look at it and you're like, okay, I see you. I see you, buddy. Imagine when they get Zion back. It'd be pretty interesting. Uh, let's go look at the series. Mm, excuse me. Damn, that shot got me all kerfluffled. That's not the right word. I don't think I used that word right at all, to be honest with you. B.I. is the leader. Dude, we were talking about that at the barbershop on Wednesday, uh, me and J-Ro. Hey, MMA Marks, thank you for hosting, my friend. Very much appreciate that. What's up, Tony? Um, We were talking about Brandon Ingram at the barbershop on Wednesday. And the fact that several people had said, I think even LeBron was saying that about Ingram, that look, this dude can play. This dude is a baller. He just needs to be given the opportunity. And when you're in New Orleans and the the one star that they were supposed to have in Zion isn't playing and you go out and you get CJ McCollum and now you have Brandon Ingram and these guys are balling out now and showing what they could do. It's pretty interesting to see. Kind of lets you makes you realize how many people may have slept on Brandon Ingram as a bona fide star. I won't say stu- superstar but as a bona fide star in the league. So, uh, oh, dope, dude. Thank you, man. Thank you, Marks. Appreciate that, man. Sons are like we were when CP3 went down. Mm, very, very good point, Ivan. Very much so, right? Yeah, CP3 is great. Um, But, but, you got to have Devin Booker. Gotta have to, and I know Andre, uh, DeAndre Ayton and, and all that. It, yeah, great. Great supporting cast in Phoenix. Depth out of this world. But that's going to be a problem. Devin Booker had 31 in their loss. And you look at this and you think, who's replacing that 31 points? And who's replacing his threat? On the floor, because it's not just getting the points. Because, yeah, Chris Paul could do it. Bridges could do it. Uh, Aiton could do it, yes, but it's one less, and and the main guy that is out that you would have to worry about and defend and plan for and game plan for. 
And that's the real problem, I think, for Phoenix long term is they've got tons of depth. I think they said that, he, that Phoenix went five and two without Devin Booker and something like eleven and three without Chris Paul, or maybe that was combined between the two or something like that. They play great without both of their leaders. But ah, it's a different animal in the playoffs, and the Pelicans are not scared. They go on the road and steal a win. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Suns have no one that can do what Booker can do. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. And you got to worry that uh, you got to worry that when he does come back, he's going to be favoring it, right? If he makes it back in time for the for the end of the series, is he going to be healthy and hundred percent and feel like he can go out there? Uh, Chill Will on Podbean had a question. He said, "Can you build your franchise?" Thank you, Mister Reyes. Can you build your franchise? With Brandon Ingram. I think a lot of teams would be hesitant and scared. And I don't think so. I don't think Brandon Ingram is like superstar level. Maybe I'm still sleeping on him though. But he's definitely got my attention. He's definitely like, oh, okay. You're you're playing some damn good basketball. I see you. I got you. But I don't know if he's the main guy. Yeah, KD guys a great point. Yeah, Ingram's probably a great number two, right? Ingram's a great CJ McCollum if there's a Dame. Now, CJ McCollum goes to New Orleans and look, you know, Ingram's a great Kyrie if there's a LeBron. Wait a second. Are you telling me Brandon Ingram is actually pretty good? I mean, look, I don't think he's on those levels. Um, he's got the skill set, though. I mean, he, he obviously has the skill set. So, but I, I don't think teams in the NBA would be wanting to build around Brandon Ingram. If you watch the Pelicans, Willie Green and the boys are gritty. They, listen, they get after you, man. They definitely get after you. I didn't watch them a lot this year, but watching them in the playoffs, watching these last couple games versus the Suns, it's like, okay, okay. Wallace said Brandon's only 24. He'll only get better. That's wild. I didn't realize he was that young. I thought he was older for some reason. Damn. Yeah. Wallace said you can build a team around him. I don't know if he's that next level guy though, Wallace. I mean, it, maybe it's just because he's never been given the opportunity in his career. He, he does drop 37 on the road. Let's see what his statistical, let's see, for his career. And it probably has a lot to do with who else has been on his team, but Average 9, 16, and 18 his first three years in uh, L.A. Goes to New Orleans. He's averaged 23, 23, and, well, 23.8. So we'll call it, we'll round up. 24, 24, and 23. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If, yeah, LeBron gave up on him too soon. I bet you LeBron would have loved to have him this year over some of the shit he had around him. Just got to get these guys to stay in New Orleans. That's a problem, Perry. That's a problem. But I tell you what, how crazy, this is what I said to J-Ro in the barber chair. I said, how crazy would it be if you look up and the next big three is in New Orleans and it's CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, and Zion Williams. How crazy would that be if that's a big three that we all are just like, no way. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Uh, let's see what else is here. Hold on. 
There was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, while I'm doing that, one more time, shout out to my guys, Jerry Bo, Aaron Rabel over at Odd Takes, man. Appreciate the raid, fellas. Uh, Aaron, go get a haircut, buddy. <laughs> I popped in on their stream earlier. Well, some of y'all, most of y'all were there. Uh, but they were talking about haircuts. Aaron had to bring up the fact that I cut my hair butt naked in my garage. Listen, don't judge. I don't do that anymore. Only when J-Rose on vacation. Uh, what, is the, what is the question flip for Zion? Oh, Katie says, I don't think Zion stays, honestly. I don't know. What's up, Beer Man Greg? How are you, buddy? Yeah, I don't know. I think if they start building something, no, Crystal, no. Definitely not first. Number one in my heart, though, sweetie. Number one in my heart, if that matters. Uh, yeah, I, I'd be honest with you, dude. I, if you're Zion, you got to like what you've seen out of the team, right? I just, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like. Shout out TK81. Yeah. Shout out TK81. Is it Take81 or TK81? I don't know which, uh, which one is it. Correct me. That's over on Podbeam. Oh, yeah. There you go. We've seen Take81 over on Podbeam before. Welcome back. Titan Hugo's over there. Chill Will. Eric Resendez. Chris Reyes. John Dory. Uh, thank you guys for checking out uh, the show on Podbean. You can listen if you don't want to watch. You can absolutely listen. Just download the Podbean app. No, it's not Takashi69. It's TK81. He's uh, he's a Christian rapper and not a regular rapper. What you looking at, Donna? What I miss, sweetie? Donna's got the eyeballs. Oh, Biggie says, how much do you pay for a haircut, Barry? Well, that seems like a personal question. How much do you, let's do this, Biggie. How much do you think I pay for a haircut? Huh? How much do you think I pay? Um, hopefully they find a sucker to trade, oh, to trade quality for Zion. So you're not a, you're not a fan, uh, Walt? I just don't feel like he's dedicated. I feel like he's had opportunities or wanted to come back. And he's, uh, he just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I get the sense that he's kind of like, eh, apathetic about playing. You're apathetic about the team, maybe. I don't know. Can we all guess? Yeah. Guess away. What do you think I pay for my haircut? Yes, absolutely. One deep. It's chat. Of course you do. Of course you can't. You can all guess. We have guests and Crystal says $4 and 98 cents is what I pay for my haircut. Okay. Jeff Bell says $25 is what he guesses, estimates I pay. Chris Reyes said $50. Uh, Steven, the weather guy said 2,000 bits. That's $20. Fidel said $35. Queen B said $5, $5 men haircut as seen in Katie. Okay. Sean said this should end well. Alex Villanueva said $85. D Mata said $30. Ivan said 40, 21 plus tip, 35, 777. That's a callback to marbles. Don't get me started. Don't fucking, don't catch a timeout one deep. Wallace with $45. Mimi said 80. Jesus, Mimi, that's way too much. You think I would pay $80 for this? Like, Mimi, I like my haircuts. That's way too much money. Uh, Donna said 25, 
Zero dollars, just plug on the show. What? No. Well, the guy's haircut's more than mine. I pay 12 bucks. Damn, Crystal. Will you get your, does a crackhead cut it with a flow bee? What the fuck? What do you, what? nice dollars. No. 35 says Clarence. Can I mod? Can a mod put me in timeout? Why do you want to be in timeout, Mark? Barry's just going to ignore me. What what am I ignoring you for, Mark? What am I? uh, Listen, some of the shit y'all were saying earlier. I know you were. I was having a moment. I was, was freaking out. So I just ignored it rather than attack you all individually. Okay. Uh, I see it now. What hair? Super original. Shut up, Mark. You can't call me bald and say I have no hair if I choose to cut it this way. Like if my hair falls out or I have alopecia and you want to make fun of me not having hair, but I choose to cut this off. So it grows out and then I cut it this short, Mark. Jerk. All right. Uh, if you had Wallace at 45, 80, wait, that's on, I'm on the wrong goddamn page. Uh, um, you want to find out yeah, it's that kind of day. No, don't put Mark in timeout. He's, he's fine. Show 23. I don't know what that means. Supercut charges people too much. K by, <gasps> did you time him out? Untime him out. Don't time him out. Potch. I get straight razor shave and beard. Ooh. It gets expensive for baldies. That's true. If Zion doesn't dedicate his life, nutrition, and health, his weight is going to keep him. Died. Yeah, I do agree with that. Thank you, Potch. Welcome back, Mark G. You, you didn't need to be timed out. I'm about 50% bald, so I just shave it. See, I'm not, though. That's the thing. I have, if I let my hair grow out, it's ridiculous. It's like thick, unmanageable. You can't do nothing with it. It's just this nasty. That's why I cut it so short. <laughs> So I pay, Sandy said, I'm just laughing with Mark. Uh, But I like, so I normally, he does the hairline and he does like the spray because I have like these little, I don't know. One, I have a scar right there. Oh, you see that? That's a little scar right there. So he'll take that fake hair and spray it in. That's why the hairline is always impeccable on Wednesdays. And then after that. Show the newbies the pencil cut, Barry. Oh, Cece, good call. Good call. Good call. (laughs) Yes, Fidel has a ton of hair. Yes, you're back, Mark. You're back. How did you style it when you had hair? Gel? Yes. Aquanet. And what was the gel I used? There was some gel that was just like, just, it was, I forget the name of the gel. But yeah, I would use Aquanet and gel, and that shit would just, Harden uh, like crazy. All right, I'll show. This is for those of you that haven't seen it because uh, uh, who was it that said it? Cece that said show the hair for the people that haven't. No, not Mo- Moco did gorilla. No, it wasn't gorilla glue. Uh, where is it? Pictures. Photos. Oh, and we'll just do this. All right. So this was my high school prom. That's not what I wanted. This was my high school prom for those of you that uh, haven't seen this picture. Why are you pause, bitch? Damn it. 
So this is what I would look like in high school. And by the way, save your very original vanilla ice jokes. Okay. It's literally the lamest joke you'll be able to come up with. Let me just tell you. It's going to be bad. If okay, don't I will time you out if you come with that lame ass same vanilla ice joke. Be better. I'm a professional comedian. If you're going to fucking roast me, you got to at least be good. Don't come with that lame ass same dumb bullshit I've heard since 1992. Come up with something original. Like Eraserhead. I mean, that's not that original, but it's better than fucking Vanilla Ice. That's the dumbest. I can't stand that. Like, if you... Let me explain this. All right? Yeah, it's boom, boom. Whatever joke you think of to say when you see something, un- unless you're, like, actually really funny all the time, like CeCe, probably not the best joke. That's just how Comedy 101 is. When I think of a joke, or if I think of, a, like, a punchline or something like that, I always get rid of the first one, because that's the easy one. And that's the one everybody thinks of. Okay? Now you're good. You're good, VB. The bad time to enter the chat was earlier. When everybody showed up late and then yells at me for being fucking late. The audacity of this chat. Literally half the show comes in gallivanting around 20 minutes late. 20 minutes. They're like, you know, he's late. didn't sit well with me all right this is this is what i look like when i have all right i even get to time out i'm so, uh, guys fuck y'all you have no idea okay i god damn it oh jesus christ some days i just i'm like you know what i just want to go back to fucking corporate oh my god So this is what I look like in high school. I should give shit away in the first five minutes. Well, I didn't realize that you guys would be 20 minutes late to the show every day now because of marbles. That's why I said, maybe I'll just move the show. Maybe I'll just start it from three to five. I don't know. I don't know. Cherry, thank you for the under bit, sweetie. So that was high school. That was the, uh, that was the, uh, yeah. It props boom boom. That dude was sitting on the corner uh, selling dope. CC trying to change the subject. No, don't try to change the subject. We can talk about it. Um, no, that's not B Mart. Uh, yeah, that was that was the high school hair. No Perry, that's not. No, that's not. No, bro, I'm begging you to bring back the, the original flat top. vanilla ice. All right, so smoking gooder gets a five-minute timeout. We just had this goddamn conversation about the lame vanilla ice joke. And Rob wasn't here for the conversation. So, folks, I would like to point out this is exactly what I was talking about. The the that is the lamest goddamn joke. It is so lame. Oh fuck. fuck out of here rob you had a five minute timeout rob's gonna be a guest on the show one day but now i'm reconsidering it now i'm reconsidering y'all leave my phone alone that shit by the way 
Um, that wasn't my phone. That was my mom's. And uh, I don't think she had any minutes on it. I don't think it worked. And um, uh, what was I? Gonna, oh, and then I I drove my sister's Geo Storm to the prom. We didn't have we didn't have limo money, so we just I had to drive her Geo Storm. So yeah, uh, was the phone real or prop? <laughs> was that a phone real? No, it was real, but it wasn't mine. It was my mom's, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. And then, yeah, rode in a Geo Storm. Look, <laughs> it made marks that I got a G. I had a Geo Metro, dude. That storm was definitely not getting puss. Barry, loser gets a flat top. Oh, you want to fight? Oh, Mark, I'll fuck you up, homie. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, I'll spar you, Mark. Absolutely, I'll spar you. I love this. This is so, boy, what a day this is. Donna said Geos are fun cars. Um, I mean, unless you're trying to, unless you're trying to get puss, Donna, and then it's not. It's not. Chad, Chad trained us both. No, I never trained under Chad. I trained under, uh, for a while I was, I was training under Daniel Kim. His uh, his Muay Thai instructor, and then I moved to Crew Bob Perez, who trains Mike Jackson, Ike Villanueva, who are both on the UFC card this weekend. Derek Lewis and about twelve to fourteen other UFC fighters. So, no. I I I went there like I I was there a lot, but I was training under Daniel Kim in Muay Thai, not in a, not in a, yeah. I train UFC, bro. Will you spar day drinking Mark or not? Nah? Oh, God, no. That Mark will drink me under the table. There's no way I can hang with Mark. If we did that, I'd definitely lose and have to get a flat top. No way. No way. I rolled in a Geo Metro convertible for a little bit. Definitely also not a puss wagon, D-Bottom. What was it like not having sex with women for that amount of time? Kevin said, Geos are fun cars if you love fixing cars. Yeah, it was my sister's. I didn't mess with that. I know you would, Mark. That's why I wouldn't I wouldn't go up against you. Mark's a professional. We have very we have a lot of professional drinkers on this show. Several professional drinkers on this show. I I will tell you, uh what how did I miss the thousand bits from Brandon Martinez? <laughs> Brandon Martinez showing up for the show. Holy shit, Brandon. How did I miss that? My bad, buddy. Welcome back to the program. B-Mart hadn't been here in a hot-ass minute. Good to see you, fam. Uh, I was showing because CC said to show some people. So, yes, I have hair. I had hair. Your stupid bald jokes are stupid. Also, to answer the question, $35 plus tip. It's gone up significantly, though. I love my boy J-Ro, but it's it's getting expensive. I had to cut back till twice a month uh, just because, you know, daddy's on a fixed income. So, CC versus Mark. My money's on CC. Ooh. Ooh. I think y'all are sleeping on Mark, but I think Mark goes in as the underdog if we did that. But I'll say this, uh, I think it's a good value. I think it's good value 
What do you think I'm doing with Mark? Probably drinking. <laughs> Demata said I got lots of vagina. Now I'm not talking about those ones that you bought or took home from your the porn store you worked at that was like just the torso. Or just like just a butt or just a vagina or a fleshlight. I'm not talking about that, Demata. I'm talking about actual puss. Jerry Bell said Rodeo CC is a different beast. Y'all don't want none of that. Y'all, I'm telling you, Mark goes in as the underdog, but I think it's good value. I would still probably end up. I probably wouldn't bet, but if you made me, I would definitely roll with CC on that one for sure. 100%. What is this? Text me. Why? uh, What? Who's texting what? Oh. Uh, Chris Reyes, I see you on the pod. He's like, Barry gets on my ass if I'm not here. Yeah, I got to have somebody over there. What? I don't understand what the looks are. I don't know what those are for you. I've seen a few of those now, but I don't. there's no context behind them. So, no, definitely not Fidel. Definitely not Fidel. No one in this chat believes you at DMATA 1010. She's a DMATA 1010. Cece's like, thank you. I am an echo. Wait a minute. This is not okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you don't know me. No, I don't. I don't, Sandy. I can't say that I do. Um, I will say I know Cece, though. Yeah, Mark, you can bet on yourself. Absolutely, you can bet on yourself. 100%. I don't know what that means. I got no money on Fidel. Good call, last call. He he's def, Fidel's definitely Fidel's not even making the drinking bracket. Like if we did a drinking bracket, it's gonna be like seven thirteen hooligan. Um, Donna Donna can drink. Uh, CC Mark. Um, who else is good drinkers in this chat? Uh, who else? I gotta. I'm trying to think. I'm looking. Uh, Chris Reyes can drink. Oh, Charles G. Definitely, he's not here right now. But Charles G. can drink. All you gotta do is go to the BOD bar and see who drinks all the time. Robert likes beer. That's seven. Fidel's Fidel's like me. He's in the play-in games. There's no guarantee that he should even belongs in the bracket. But you put him in the playing game. Like, I know I'm a weak nut. I know. You guys have made me the man I am. But that still ain't shit when it comes to trying to hang with y'all. No way. Those names I just named. I'm going in as a 16 seed and probably getting bounced early. No doubt. No doubt. I'll be in the top three of smokers in chat. Okay. Oh, well, listen, I, I let me tell you what, though, MMA Marks, you got to fuck with Jerry Bo. You got to, who else is our resident potheads? Yes, Donna's a good drinker. Y'all sleeping on Donna. Donna would be the Cinderella of the of the drinking bracket for sure. Jerry said, I can drink. I just can't handle it when I do. Jerry, did I thank you for your bits, sweetie? I hope I did. If I didn't, thank you for the 100 bits. I apologize. Uh, Jared said, what are we drinking? Whatever, like. Oh, Reyes said I drink 713 under the table a couple times. There you go. 
So when are we playing this game? I want in, says truck driver Pookie. <laughs> you better be in a heavyweight division, Clarence. Yeah, that's not fair, Clarence. It's got to be, yeah, it's got to be, yeah. Y'all don't want to, y'all don't want none of Jerry Bow in that weed bracket. I'm telling y'all. I don't know how y'all, like, Jerry Bow is a great functional weed smoker. I don't know how you guys do it. It's crazy. You tapped out on us. Don't lie, Reyes. Uh-oh. Shots fired. <gasps> Justin Swinford. There's another one. Yeah. Swinny Poo. Jamal? Shit. Jamal and Jerry Bow go in as one seeds 100%. In the in the in the puff puff pass uh bracket in the drinking bracket, oh man, we'd have to go with like four four divisions, and you'd have one seeds. Your one seeds in the drinking would probably be Charles G C C, Mark G, and I don't know, even Virginia Buttonweed drinks pretty well. Except, except some of these cats drink and then they, if you made them discord, if that was one of the challenges, a lot of them would fail. They can't drink in discord. Well, Alan Denson's a pretty damn good drinker. He's a two seed for sure. Alan Denson's a two seed. Everybody marks. Thank you for the 420 bits. My friend, uh, Donna, uh, Donna, I'd have you as a two seed, but only because I think there's, uh, I, 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 you, when I've been around you, even when you've been drinking, you haven't like limited out to where you're like, oh my God, we have to find you a ride home. So, um, last night was a sign of that on discord. Oh my God. You and Donna were killing it last night. CC. I was laughing my ass off at you two, killing it. Killing it on the Discord last night. It was so much fun. Perry said drinking Discord. Oh man, some some do great, like Donna and Cece last night. Some get better. Yeah. It doesn't go well. So ah, <laughs> uh, I can put back a beer or two. Yeah, Robert. Yeah, Robert might be my four seed. That might be, yeah. Yeah. Joe Pro. What does that say? Joe Pro, I feel, would seed high. Ah! Joe Bro can drink, but I'm not sure. Uh, thank you for the, uh, wait a minute. What just happened here? Uh, we just got five gifted subs from Mark G, but only one popped up. What the fuck is going on here? There we go. There we go. Mark G, thank you for the five gifted subs, buddy. Mark G just gave out five subs to uh, Bozy Jr., PB guy 53 M Brooks 636 JP J loves wrestling Heck and one to one. Thank you, buddy. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Chris Reyes drinking and discording. Doesn't he got banned a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we know we know. But CC yeah. and Donna murked it last night. If you haven't been on the discord in a couple days, go out there. It was fucking hilarious. Tony said, does the sports right shirt mean it's coming back soon? No, it was just more of a in memoriam. Since it's on hiatus for right now. Producer Nick, UNC of drinking. Oh, yeah. Producer Nick can put it down, too. And he can smoke. And he can smoke. But he's not on the Discord, so we can't be in the, we can't be in the tourney. But, yeah, Producer Nick, Jerry Bo. Um, well, they may get, like, customary invites. We'll give them, uh, we'll give them, 
We'll give them special invites. Can Reyes come back? No. Unfortunately, what he did? No. Same thing with my white magic. He can't come back. No. I mean, they're, they're welcome on the show, but not the Discord. Bring Reyes back, please. No. No. I can't. Rules are rules. Rules are rules. And all it's going to do, if and I love Reyes. He knows that. We talk all the time. But as soon as I bring him back, as soon as I bring him back, he's going to get drunk and say some mean shit or say some dumb shit and get, and get banned again. It's just, we know that's what's going to happen. We have a, it's like stocks. We have, you know, past performance doesn't guarantee future results, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. What if there was a pulling cards bracket? Okay. Now see, it's just, just <laughs> yeah. Posh that white Mike ain't coming around here. No, no. He got mad. I get it. It's fine. I get it. I get it. Last call. So yeah, I give Reyes two weeks tops tops on the discord on the discord. See during the day, he doesn't day drink that much. So he's good. Yeah. Alex gets it. Repeat offender. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know if Nick quit drinking, but he doesn't drink as much. He doesn't drink as much. I need to visit the discord more often. Yeah, you do Wallace. We have a great time on there, dude. It's a lot of fun and all the cool shit goes down and we plan events and we, and we do stuff. Jen said, uh, my wheels are turning on this. I like it, Jen. I like it. And the way you join the Discord, by the way, for those of you that want to know, it's not an open to the public free Discord. I didn't do that on purpose because I wanted this to feel more like a community. I wanted it to mean something. I wanted it to matter. So the way to get access to the Discord is through the Patreon. If you want to join, go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. couple ways to join. It also allows you to support the show to make sure we can keep doing this. Um, but yeah, that's how you get access to it. Plus, you get a Barry on deck swag. And um, other benefits like access to hour three of the show every Thursday, which today is a Thursday. We will do an hour three. It goes down on YouTube, but you'll have to have the link for it. Just view hour number three. And I post that on the Discord and on the Patreon server itself for members. So plenty of perks and reasons to go join the Patreon. Uh, but yeah, the Discord is a lot of fun. And I, I like it like that because it is definitely more community-oriented and less just open to the public and anyone can come in and act like an asshole. Like, if you're there and you act like an asshole, at least we know you're part of the community acting like an asshole. FJ Jimenez said, I'm going to have to join the Discord. I'm on the outside looking in. I'm, it's great, dude. And what I love about it, and I mean this about this community, um, it really is a community. Like it really is. We're friends. We're, 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 uh, we're a community. Like we, it's just, it's crazy. And it, and it all, I mean, they, a lot of it happens without me, but they, they have get togethers. They help each other. If we're going through some shit, if we're GTSS, we help each other. Um, I won't, you know, I mean, well, I guess it's public now, but, um, earlier in the year, uh, heartthrob, uh, lost his significant other to COVID. So what do the deckheads do? We rally, pitched in, got some money together to help with the bills and, and funeral expenses and everything else. It's just what we do. And it's, you know, if you're one of us, you're one of us. So it's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. 
Uh, I'm very proud. It's, it's literally the most proud thing I have about this show is the community that we have built. Not that I've built. That we have built. And they watch Astros games together. Yeah. Uh, you last call, you won't last. Uh-oh. We get together and drink all the time. That is true. And there's like pockets of them too. Like some get together and drink. Some get together up north, down south, everywhere. It's amazing, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, I love it. So there you go. Patreon.com forward slash burial deck. Kevin says, bit subs discord. It's like a secret language. Hang tight, Kevin. You'll learn. You'll understand. It's all the lingo of all this bullshit and new technology. It's, it's a thing. Just message me, dude. I'll happy. I'm happy to explain it all. Happy to explain it all. So, uh, yeah, dude, don't, don't fret. Well, we'll explain it all to you. Uh, speaking of anyone in Baytown, anyone gold at river terrace, no and no, but I do plan on for those of you that are maybe going, um, I am going to be in Baytown Saturday, 8 30 AM Houston raceway park, ready to watch my guy, Walt. Go off on these bitches. Walt is racing at the NHRA uh, Nationals Saturday. He said first race for him might be around 9 o'clock-ish. I highly recommend everybody gets there by 8.30 if you want to come hang out. I'm going to be there hanging out, supporting my dude who has supported me from the get-go. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be down there. Is Mike ready, Barry? What do you mean? No, he's not here yet. 311. Uh, he should be, he'll, he'll log on at 315-ish. We'll be good. We'll be good. And I have so much more to get to. We, we might go long and then do a third hour. Maybe we'll do three and a half hours. Especially, you know, since most of y'all missed the first 20 minutes of the show. Barry gets up that early. Yes. You know, Alex. You really, you really, you really What's up, Unthinkable? Thanks for being here, man. Isn't this the last year NHRA in Baytown? That's a Walt question, Biggie. I have no idea. That's definitely a Walt question. 311, finally something I understand. <laughs> yes, the time, 311. Nah, Mike Jackson will be here at 315, joining me ahead of his fight at the UFC this weekend. UFC fight night, April 23rd from Vegas. Uh, weigh-ins. What time are weigh-ins today? Or no, they're tomorrow, my bad. It's Thursday. I don't know why I'm thinking it's Friday. Truck driver Pookie said most of us didn't show up to 220, so I have to do a whole hour. <sighs> Boy, you don't. Just uh Dimata would like you to go longer. He notes uh his notes show you owe us more. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the last year, Mimi? Okay. Where are they moving to? Did they say? Alex is being advertised as the last one. So where are they moving it to? I mean, it doesn't make sense to be in Baytown to me. It's so far from, I think you'd get more people if it was closer to Houston, but what the hell do I know? Uh, what's happening on discord? Oh, Potch, you're right. You're right. Oh, I just missed out on a booking. Oh, that sucks. Oh, huh. lost that gig. 
Rudy Rob, what's up, fam? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance, back the fuck up, everybody. They're shutting down, not moving anywhere. What? NHRA is shutting down or just that 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 raceway is? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Uh, track needs a lot of work after they fix them. They're usually never the same. Mm. Damn it. We'll definitely get out there then. Definitely get out there and support Walt. I'm going to. I'm going to do that. I got a gig uh, Saturday night, so I'm going to try to get out there. Hopefully, Walt advances as far so we can hang out for a while. Oh, man, that sucks. Track is shutting down. Hmm. Eric said they thought the track was going to be close, but they aren't for now. The track is going to be open for now. Oh, okay. Got it. Dang, over 70 viewers growing this bitch. What's up, Jared? Is that true? I'll be damned. Look at that. Look at that. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about this Debo Samuel trade before Mike Jackson gets here. He's going to join. I just I wanted to bring it up real fast because we don't need to we don't need to spend a ton of time on it. But Debo wants out of San Francisco. He's asked for a trade. They think that it's like eh, they think they could talk him into staying. I don't know if that's the case or not. He definitely wants to be paid. I don't know if they want to pay. Here's the thing that I just drives me nuts about this story. And it's not the fact that Debo wants out and that he's a budding superstar in the league and wants to take advantage of that. Get your money, young man. Get your money. Go get your money. Go get your shine. Go get paid. You earned it. Even with, you know, you've earned it. Now, that doesn't mean... That if you're the fan of, oh, I don't know, some shitty-ass franchise that nobody wants to watch or be a part of, that you should be like, ah, you should come to Houston. This is what I'm I'm, I'm tired of seeing already about this whole, De- this whole Debo Samuels story. This dude is one of the most intriguing players in the NFL right now. Right? He's going to command a lot of money. He, he, he makes your offenses creative. And then I see these, these morons on Twitter that are like, well, you know, the Texans have all the draft capital and cap space. They should trade and get Debo, uh, you know, give Davis Mills some, some weapons. And then he should be, what the fuck are you talking? No, no, no. You don't go out and sign Debo Samuel in year 0.5 of a rebuild. It's a rebuild. You're not retooling. You have literally ass shit, nothing. You have Laramie Tunsil and a shit ton of draft picks. That's it. That is it. That's it. You don't even know if Davis Mills is your guy. You don't go out and start trading draft picks for Debo Samuel and then have to pay him money that's going to cash strap you and cap strap you when you have nothing else for him to work with. And by the way, what makes you think Debo Samuel would want to come to the Texans. I'm assuming he has a no trade clause. Maybe he doesn't. It doesn't matter. Either way. If you're the Texans, you don't go get Debo Samuel. Not when you haven't even completed the first draft of your rebuild. It's the dumbest shit ever. 
you go out and you draft, and then two or three or four years down the road, once you've gotten all these draft picks and you've built up this roster and you've added some depth, then you go out and add pieces to round it out and make you a legit contender. And the example I used on Twitter was the Astros. The Astros just didn't go out and start signing stars and veteran depth. They had to build first. You break it all down. That's what the Texans are at. They've literally, they've, they've shedded all the salary and the stars and everything. And now they're just down to nothing. And now you rebuild. Now you start drafting. Now you see the same thing with the Rockets. This is like the Rockets if they go out and add it. Hey, we got to add. I don't know. But NBA is different too because it just takes one player to make a huge difference. It just doesn't make sense. If you're a Texans fan, stop asking for Debo Samuel. It's One, it's not going to happen. Two, it's dumb. It's a dumb idea. Let's say it does happen. It's stupid. It would be the most Texan thing to do to fuck up a whole rebuild by adding Debo Samuel to the mix. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's it's not a smart move in the rebuild of a franchise. Understand there's a difference between rebuild and retool and restock. Three different things in the life of a franchise in the NFL. Some of these teams that might be close. I mean, think about this. Think about this objectively, Texans fan. You're sitting back. You're chilling. You just saw year one of Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, and you're like, they got an ass. They got nothing over there. They added a bunch of mid-level stuff. I saw Christian Kirk's name get mentioned and how he skewed the wide receiver market. Absolutely. But Jacksonville way overpaid for mediocre talent. Stunted their growth. You slowly rebuild through the draft. And then when you set, when the dust settles and you look at your picks and go, all right, all these first rounders panned out or four out of five did. It's dumb to try to bring in Debo Samuel right now. For what? For what? Debo Samuel isn't going to help your defense. And probably isn't going to help your offense at this point. Skewed. I said fucked up. Yeah. Same, but, but probably more accurate. I will kneel with Cap during the anthem. You want him to go get Cap too, Tony? I saw that Mill Mafia. Shut up, truck driver Pookie. Ain't no Mill Mafia. Stop it. Now that's true, Ivan. If, if Debo Samuel went to Buffalo, could you imagine? They're like, okay, Rams, you want to play that way? Okay. You know what would be crazy? Let's talk about Debo Samuel couple of spots that might make the most sense. Denver, Kansas City, you lose Tyreek Hill, add Debo Samuel. Hmm. Makes a lot of sense for a creative mind uh, like, like uh Andy Reid. And uh what am I Eric Bietemy? Yeah, that's exactly right. Buffalo and KC. That's it, Potch. Miami. Flips that he's going to the Bears. I think Mark said that earlier. He would if he went to the Bears. <sighs> Boy, could you imagine though? Could you imagine Debo Samuel in Denver? Debo Samuel in KC? Debo Samuel in Buffalo? Woo, woo, woo! Shit! CC, why are you coughing? What are you uh what are you coughing about? CC said, <coughs> Oh, Dallas! That's a pretty damn good point, CC. Debo Samuel in Dallas? 
I'd be pretty nasty, actually. I'd be pretty nasty. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm looking at the, Mike, give me a thumbs up when you're ready, buddy. I'm looking at that shirt, fam. We got the old school. Oh, shit. Uh, hold on. What is happening? Where did my interview thing go? This is some bullshit. Uh, hold on one second, uh, Mike Jackson. Why the fuck does this have? It's got a different name on it, uh, Mike. This is unacceptable. You know what? I'm just going to get rid of that. Let's see. There we go. We'll just do it this way. Uh, all right, you ready, Mike? Let's go. Join me on the program right now. My guy. My dude. Mike the Truth Jackson in the building, fam. What's, What's up, up, dude? Uh, not much, man. How are you? Where are you at right now? Are you at a bar? Where the hell are you at? Uh, now I'm at the PR, man. Um, had to come get some lunch. You know what I'm saying? Weight's, weight's solid right now. So, uh, you know, I'm still eating, man. I, had, I think it was like a pot roast or some shit. I don't know. It was delicious, though. <laughs> pot roast dude who's eating pot roast are you trying to go up when i looked at the card uh it looked like you were they had you at 185 and him at like 178 is this what is it what is this this isn't a catchweight fight is it this is nah, what is this, this is happening a, this is a 170 no nah, uh, this is a 175 170 pounds where are you at I right now i mean i i i was last night after training i was 74 and a half and your your ass is eating pot roast, bro. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I like to eat, baby. Two foods, or you know what I'm saying. I don't think it was yeah. pot roast though, but it was good. It was, no, no, I, I take that back. It was a, a pork. It was like carnita, they said, but it was like a pork tenderloin. Okay, yo. Also, shout out to the PI man. They always take care of the, everybody. You know what I mean? You fighters, you personnel. They take care of their people. And the cafeteria here is so dope. And so, I mean, who don't want to eat for free too, right? <laughs> I know you like free. Uh, I'll play hey, love free. Uh, by the way, dope ass shirt. For those of you that don't know the history behind that shirt, that shirt was the original cage door uh, shirt that I, that we made to kind of promote not just the website but the whole Houston MMA scene. And I love, dude. Yeah, that was two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. Right, and you know, the shirt. Corey, this, I didn't. To be honest with you, this wasn't even intentional. If I'm being honest with you, like it was <laughs> you a bit. I, if I, I forgot, I forgot that we were doing this until like you text. I'm like, because I remember we were doing a lot what, earlier. Yesterday, yeah, so we it kind of slipped to, my yeah. mind. So, but I had already packed and everything. And then when it, I was like, oh shit, I'm doing a joint today. Of course, I got to put it on. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. hilarious, dude. I love it. That's that's an old school throwback. Um, man, all right, let's talk about I, the I fight, got a collection, dude. baby. Collection, yeah. Baby, you, collection. I, I saw you still have the you know. what would Joe Rogan do shirt? That was uh, hell yeah. I almost wore it too, but he ain't here. He, he it was uh, I got a DC on this one, so it's dope. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, gotcha. by the way, by the way, I'm D, I'm one of from our just interview we did yesterday. I'm one of DC's new favorite fighters. No just, shit. Just, just from what the happened? interview what alone. Happened? What happened? Just, I was just like I was just being honest and, and truthful about you know where my confidence level is. And he because you know people you know the whole moniker you only as good as your last fight, mm -hmm. and uh, people just talk about the the punks like oh you're not good because you decision punk. I was like, but I really wasn't even fighting in that fight. That was that was really sparring for me. You know what I'm saying? So you know for me you have two different mentalities. You don't have a sparring mentality. You have a fight mentality. And I'm a genuinely nice guy. And, you know, my guy is not that he can't fight you know, or, you know, he's bad at fighting. He just can't fight. And for me, I can't just destroy someone who's like a few levels over cardio kickboxing. You know what I'm saying? And take nothing from him. And it's not a knock. I know you're going to laugh. It's not <laughs> it a knock. A it's knock just, it is what it is. 
Why not? Look, I'm not meant to be a fucking astrophysicist, and I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? You're like, Buddy just because I watch Star Wars, <laughs> not no shit about space Buddy travel. Want to try some shit out? Exactly, bro. I'm out here building time machines, my guy. I know my place. You know what I'm saying? So, so for me, I can't go out here and fucking you know smash cats like that. So for me, I had to switch from a fighter mentality because I could hurt the guy. To a to a sparring mentality because again I still had to touch him, I still had to let him know his place. I couldn't let him get off scot free. And again, what I even did to him, I sent him to the emergency room after the fight. Like that's why he wasn't at the press conference. Yeah. So I didn't. I wasn't even trying, and I hurt the guy. You know what I'm saying? So this is gonna be different, you know. And, and so to his point, he was like, "You decision punk," and you know people know that. Like what's different? And I'm telling him it's like. Because we're in a different zone right now. We're in kill mode right now, you know. Uh, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine a while back, and we were just talking about how, you know, and you know me, I'm a chill dude. I'm laid Very back. Chill. I go in there. I got the, I, I fight chill, you know yep. what I'm saying? But <clears throat> one of the things that we discussed is, you know, we at a different level now. We're not at the at a, like an amateur level, which I competed at for quite a while. But we're no longer at that level. We're at a higher level, so we have to, adjust accordingly and he was like yo you got to turn it up two notches and i was like fuck it we're going up three notches <laughs> and we did that and right now we we're my mindset is i've never been in this space before i'm i'm in this headspace where i'm going out here to kill a dude and the only person that's stopping me is this referee you know what i'm saying yeah so my mentality is different now than to his and as i'm finishing it my, my dude was like oh my god you're like he was laughing and shit you know, he was like, yo, you're my new favorite fighter. Um, but obviously with that, I go out, I have to back up these words that I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm here to do that. And I feel I have the skills to to, to, pay, to do that. I love it, dude. I love I the confidence. Said, I, I almost said skills to pay the bills for a second. Don't I almost do said. that. <laughs> don't you fucking do that, Mike Jackson. Uh, for those of you that don't know. I'm trying to put this on the screen because I have these these things and I don't know what the fuck happened to one, but I'm going to put this on the screen because uh, this is Mike Jackson. For those of you that don't know, um, he is a UFC fighter, boxer, uh, MMA personality. He is He's a man of many talents, but he has a fight coming up this Saturday, UFC Fight Night in Vegas uh, against, uh, why am I, uh, uh, what's your dude's, Dean Barry? Yeah, the fuck is Dean, yeah. Dean Barry. Dean Barry. Okay, that's right. Uh, by the way, I looked. First thing I noticed at the full fight, uh, got the toes painted. Mike Jackson with the toes painted. That's just that's just a must to in the MMA world. If y'all don't know, Mike's always got them yeah. toes on point. Bro, it's war paint, bro. It's is that what, what it is? is for me? You know, it's always been that for me. Um, I, you know, I, I always got, you know, I always take care of myself. You know, I always get the Manny Petty back since I was a kid. And uh, I I can't remember where I got the I, I don't know what made me do it. Uh, and for a while, for a little bit back in the day, Roger Huerta, uh-huh. uh, he had he had a um, it was a it was called Alpha Nail, and it it was basically like with the regular polish, you got the little bottle, you got to screw it. That. This one you have to like click. It was kind of like one of them click it pins, and then you do it. And I was sponsored by them for a minute, so that was dope. Um, but yeah, man, it, this is it's war paint for me, man. Because you know, uh, you know, like I just said, I'm ready to go out here and kill this cat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's and, good. And, you know what? You know what? what? We, a- we rock in the we rock in the Irish flag colors, baby. You know what I'm saying? I saw that. <laughs> I, you know what? And, and Mike, I'm gonna be honest with you. We've always been honest with each other. Um, and I was like, I wonder what headspace Mike is in for this fight because I know. 
I know you love fighting and, and people that doubt that, that think you're just doing this. Uh, listen, man, I've known you since 2009, 2010. You were, you're, you're serious about fighting. You're serious about boxing. You're serious about Muay Thai. You're serious about MMA. You're serious about all of it. Um, yeah, and I know my disposition it, and all that shit may not prove it, but, but that's show what I was it, curious. That's just me. Where are you at that's in this me. fight? Where is your headspace at? Because the first couple, we talked before it ever happened, and you were like, I'm going to call this dude out. I'm going to get this fight in the UFC. I'm going to beat CM Punk's ass. Uh, and you made it. I mean, you manifested this fight, and that's what it was. It was, it was part fun, part marketing, part branding, right? But I like the 100%. fact that you're telling me that this is 100% kill mode and i think that's what people want to see man. they want to know are you here for the are you here for the branding are you here for the exposure or are you here for the fight yeah for sure and, and look i completely understand that you know yeah. when my the, the my, my way of living is for the shits and giggles right now you know what i'm saying but for me that has it that may have a different person I, I shouldn't say may it does have a different purpose than everybody else typically when people hear that phrase they think oh it's just for he just, ah, kind of lollygagging, you know, he ain't really taking it seriously. But for me, it's a way of life. My whole way of life is is about amusing myself, you know, but with a purpose. And that's what this shit is. That's what the whole idea and brandy behind the shits and giggles. You know, this is this is real life and it's serious. And I know I, I may take it in a joyful and playful way, but that's that's just how I interpret life. You know what I'm saying? That's my outlook on it. And for me, that's what works best. I'm not about living like this crazy, stressful life and being worried about shit. I want to have fun. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that I'm in a situation right now where I'm about to get into a fist fight with a dude who's basically trying to kill me too. He's trying to take me out. I get that. I understand the consequences uh, of you know this event. But make no mistake about it. I'm ready because again, this is this is what I train for. This is my life, and uh, I'm an artist. And I'm about to go out here and show some dope art Saturday night. Now, what do you know about Dean Barry? And by the way, who is who is who is leading your camp? Is it Crew Bob? Who is uh, who's leading your yeah. camp? Yeah, uh, I wish I was centered up. I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. He he's a little karate. He's a karate kid, but he's basically a point fighter. Uh, apparently, he's like a five time Irish world champion in kickboxing. But that shit ain't fucking kickboxing. Uh, it's karate, and that's cool. Like if that's your style, but. For me, I feel that that style matches up perfectly for what I have, you know, and what I bring to the table. I have a crazy arsenal of weapons that I can use, you know what I'm saying? And if I'm being honest, he just doesn't have the the, the capabilities of dealing with that. I don't feel his offense can penetrate my defense, and I don't feel uh, his 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 um his defense can stop my offense. You know what I'm saying? I feel that I possess a set of skills that a lot of people don't have and this is in this particular right it, it, these are small things i'm talking about reaction times and footwork and all of these other little variables that people don't take into account a lot of times people are looking at like the power and all this shit. look and then on top of that i have the most deceptive power you may ever look or, or seen look at my kickboxing matches look at my, my boxing matches i'm not just like tk on like ref isn't stopping these fights like I'm leaving people face down on the mat, you know what I'm saying? My pie, and then you know, Hell, fucking we had a phrase boy, you know. that I would always joke with you. I'd be like, "Hit him with the truth," and that was that body shot. And that's Bro. one of the things Bro. that I think is interesting. And I'm not trying to give away game plan. And you and I haven't talked, but I do know one thing: when I've watched you box, I've watched you spar MMA, I've watched you fight MMA. I know one thing that most people don't plan on is body shots, and that's a specialty of yours. 
And that, we would joke, uh, hit them with the truth. And man, you start digging on that left side, <laughs> that right side, and then down they go. That liver, baby. That one liver. of those things people don't plan for, right? I mean, you just, because you're so used to traditional fighting. So I, this is going to be great. Now what, now, what are the chances, Mike? What are the chances this fight goes to the ground? Just percentage. I, what do you think? You know, I can't, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, because he's my, a stand-up fighter, you're a stand-up right fighter. A, you know, but we, you know, I, I got some shit that I really want to strangle a motherfucker too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, 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 I love that too. You know, so whatever, whatever plays out. You know, if he shoots first, that's why. If he shoots first, he's dead. Yeah. It, period. I'm strangling him. If he shoots, he's dead. Um, if he stands up, you know, he has a better chance of winning. You know, just with his kicks and shit. But t- let's take that into account, right? Like he's a smaller cat. You know, uh, he's a, they say he, I, I talked to him and he, he actually has intentions on going to 145 pounds. Oh, I've wow. never in my life, I've never in my <laughs> life was like, yo, I want to go to 45, right? Um, his life, he had a few 70 fights, but you know, he, he's a high, his skill sets outlasted those guys, right? Um, he's made 55 and talking to him yesterday, we were kind of, he looked at me and he was kind of like, did one of these, he said, yeah, you know, cause I said like, I was passing out. He's coming from training or whatever. And I was like, yo, you got to get sweat in. You lose some weight. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, only, I don't have to cut much. I only cut like five pounds for this. And then he looked at me. He's like, how much you cut? And I was like, oh, about 10. And he, oh, all right. And so I was like, well, we just had Easter though. So I ate a little bit. You know, I was going to have to like throw roast. a little on there. <laughs> and not, you know what I'm saying? Um, but he's a small like. And he even told me, he said, you know, when I fight at 55, I make 55 easily. So that's, I guess that's his reasoning for wanting to go to 45. Uh, there's yeah. no there's no way I'm making 55 easy. When I fought at 55, that was a cut. I had to get a dietitian and, and shit. And it was tough. Yeah. You know, at 170, I'm eating. I'm feeling good. Body's weight is, is fine. And I get to keep the power behind it. Yeah. And that's, and that's what big. I don't feel this man understands. It's right. That that's major. When I have, I'm gonna have a huge size of it. I'm gonna send you. We had. A, I got a little pre face off picture. I'm, I'm gonna text you after the show. Oh, please do. Um, uh, but you have to take these things to account. It's not at this level. It's not about the skills that at, at, at particularly this fight. It's not about simply just the skills because we're not evenly matched when it comes to size. And in, in a fist fight at this level, you have to take. These things, these and these other variables into account. It's why they the have size, weight classes. That's why they have weight classes. The size is going to be different, and one hundred percent, he's never been hit by someone who hits as hard as me. I'm out here now, doing passion. First day, got off the plane. You know, I'm still cracking a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I put a little four ounce gloves. wasn't really having no wraps on. That's the other thing. I'm cracking these pass on day one. With no hand wraps on, with just little four ounces, and Bob is like, "All right, follow up the next day." <laughs> By the way, Crew Bob well Perez, oh. uh, shout out Crew Bob. Yeah, uh, been around forever. Uh, glad that he's training you. So uh, yeah, for those that don't know, Crew Bob also trains Derek Lewis and several other uh, UFC fighters. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So day two, we put the wraps on with the four ounces, and we pop it that motherfucker, and he's just like. Yo, I've never had you hit this hard before and so fast. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that size difference is going to be a major factor. And again, he's never been hit by a man that's been hit, that hits like me. 
And, so and, and a lot of times when fun. you sacrifice with size and power is speed, but that's just it. Like you mentioned earlier, your boxing, your footwork, you still have that speed. So you're right. I think that's a huge advantage. Now, that being right. said, let's 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 talk about it because uh, somebody mentioned it in the chat, and I saw it when I pulled up the card. They got you at plus seven hundred, minus hey, cool. fifteen hundred for this dude. Does that yeah. does that more motivation? Now I know you personally, and I know shit like that yeah. don't bother you. It's never bothered you. Shit talking don't bother you. It's like you said, you're literally one of the most chill dudes I've ever known. Like nothing rattles you. You don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Bad pub, good pub, none of that shit. How you feel about seeing that plus seven hundred on your name and minus fifteen hundred on his? It, it don't matter. And here's why. I understand. I get it. You know, again, people understand. Like I'm on, I'm everything fighting. I'm on both sides of the game. I understand why the numbers are the way they are. Again, going back to the moniker, you're as good as your last fight. You take that into account, right? So I'm out here and I decision CM Punk, and then you have this. This young kickboxing world champion who is he's he's four and one, four wins by knockouts, you know what I'm saying? It makes sense. I I can put if I were an odds maker, I would have the same odds if I didn't know yeah. if I'm just looking at the stats. And that's you know usually what what's gonna happen on these the these newer cards, right? You're you're um oh one oh one and oh with the no decision. So you've had two fights in the UFC. This will be his debut. Bro, I'm one and one. Don't do that. Don't I do know, that. but Don't I'm just that. saying when Don't I'm saying that. when they look at it. No, hold on. When they, they look see, at they it, they see one and one. They, they see, see one and one. <laughs> no, they see the oh one and oh in the no contest, but they know what you did. But then they see he hasn't had a fight. So I think that's what you're right. That's they go more off of other things than what they they're not coming to your camp they're not watching what you do so right. now speaking of the the no decision okay or the no contest excuse me mm-hmm. uh hey, we celebrate we celebrated that whole we celebrated yesterday with 420 god damn it truth tell me that's not true <laughs> Please, bro go check me. out the eye you got a hey, real quick go follow me right now on instagram yeah go follow him brand Check out the story. See how we celebrated a national holiday, international holiday. Are we gonna have Here's another no a, contest? Wait, truth? I, I don't. I guess I don't know. So, God damn it, when I get to the Jackson, when I, what are you when doing? I get to the PI, when I get to the PI, you know, I got the joint. I got the happy four twenty joint on. They was like, oh shit, we get it. Blah blah blah. I come in happy four twenty, everybody. And then when I'm doing the when I'm doing the interview right with DC and the broadcast team, and right as I'm getting off, he's like, "Hey, Mike, happy 420." I was like, "Ah, we get it, yeah, we get it, yeah." Damn it! <laughs> Look, so you I don't celebrate holidays, and it's for shits and giggles, man. It's just whatever. Okay, I swear to God, though. But we also in Nevada too. So here's the other difference is that we're in Nevada. So and, and they allow it there. Was in Illinois. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they okay. Tweet, okay. Well, I, I, I guess. Oh. I <laughs> We crossing, we're crossing our fingers right now, my guy. It's a good thing no one watches this show. I'm just fucking with you. We had at one point almost 75, 80 people watching. Like, <laughs> hey, I got bros. I got bros tagging. I, I got fucking the, the, the trolls, the little the, the little white nationalist trolls. Uh-huh. They oh. tagging you Sada on my post. <laughs> what? <laughs> You sort of don't care, bro. Stop it. Oh god, that's so fucking funny, man. That's so funny. Well, that's that was. I was like, man, I swear to God, because I, I know you. I'm like, I know this dude ain't stop. <laughs> not for this shit. That's the other thing. Again, it goes back to that personality. You're like, man, if it happens, it happens. I mean, 
That's what, it, that's what it is. But I'm going to beat his ass no matter what. Can't take that away. Right? It's like when you're you you're like, take the you can't take away my CM Punk ass whooping. You, you can, yeah. You can't take that away. Yeah. <laughs> I know people try to. But that's nope. cool. I don't, like, again, yeah, that, don't, that don't matter, bro. Now, I saw Ike, uh, Ike Villanueva's on the card, which Hurricane by the way, Ike swinging him, bang him, bro. That surprised the shit out of me when I saw his name being announced as a UFC fighter whenever it happened. It was like, what? Because yeah. I was one of those cats, man. You saw grinding for years here in local MMA. And so I was good for him, man. Any fighter that comes out of this city that gets an opportunity and takes advantage of it, I'm happy for them. Happy for them. So Dude, have you guys man, been, so, have y'all so, linked up? Did you go up together or is this completely separate? Who's he, who's he training no, 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 with? Is we, he training we train with Kruba? He's us. Yeah. Okay. All, okay. Okay. Team effort, baby. Gotcha. Gotcha. Team effort. Um, nah, you know, I'm really happy for him, man. You know, cause again, everybody's on their own journey, man. Everybody has their own path, especially in the fight game, right? Not only in life, but in the fight game particularly. Right. Yeah. And so for him, this was just his moment. That is nothing more than that. People like try to put more on shit than what it really is. This just happened to be his moment. Yeah. That's it. You know, it, 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 some people like Dean Barry, he gets four and one. You know what I'm saying? For Ike, it, it takes a decade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And again, he came up in a different era, man. We came up in a different time um, where, where, you know, fighting was different. This is a new era. We have a bunch of things that that altered time and in reality with the pandemic and trying to get new fighters. Because other than that, he comes out here and he's knocking motherfuckers out because he's Hurricane Ike. So man, that's what it stone. is, man. It's just his moment. I love it. I love it. Man, it's, I, every, every time I see a Houston fighter or a Texas fighter on the cards, I'm, I get, especially if I knew him, if I covered him coming up with the cage door, yeah. I'm always excited about that. Because you and I both know, Dude, before Legacy, before the Cage Door, before MikeTheTruth.com, there was none of that shit. There was no love being man, shown to our city in no Houston love, when it came to MMA fighters. And now you can't keep Houston fighters out of the UFC. It's it's amazing. It's man, great. Let me give it, and man, shout man, out to Mick Maynard as well for that. For sure. And also, I want to give a shout out to, to the to the to the Godfather. You know, Saul Solis. You know, yes, to, rest to, in to peace. God, you know. Yep. Um, he was one of the originators of the, for the Houston MMA scene doing his thing. And, and he, he had a major impact, not only, that's how big he was. He had an impact not only on Houston MMA, but on MMA as a whole. You know what I'm saying? So, because again, you look at the tribute, they, UFC was giving him a tribute, you know, yeah. in the past. So that's how major, you know, you know, he, he played. And I, I'm just in that next generation. I got these new young motherfuckers calling me OG right now. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> does that make you mad? Uh, does it, it make you feel old? Because you're what, 37? It don't. It's not mad, not at all. Like I love it because it's it's, it's out of respect, respect. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 100, 100. percent But it does make me feel old. I'll be like, shit. I am an OG at this point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, with this fight, I'm in. I'm in. This is in this fight. Uh, I'm now fighting three different decades. That's what. <laughs> What? 2008 old was the ass. beginning, bro. And we're in the 2020s, dog. God damn, old-ass oh, yeah, Mike man. Jackson. You were fighting back Which in... Which is weird. Yeah. I still feel like I'm 21. Still feel like you're in the college station <laughs> days fighting on mixed Lone Star beatdowns with dude. Jermaine Anaguam. God, that brings back so many memories. That's my, hey, yeah, we was the original Brothers of Destruction. That was my guy right there, bro. That's so great. But yeah, having a conversation last night, man... Uh, about the times, man. We I've I've seen so much in the, in these in these things, but I I still feel young, man. 
Uh, I still feel I'm in, in that college station era, that college days. Um, my body right now is feeling amazing. You know, the the pandemic was a was was almost a, a gift for me. I was able to sit down for a little bit. Uh, I was able to work on the the because look, when you look at at fighting, man, mental is a thing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have to have the you know you can't go out here with, with, with no fucked up mindset. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be prepared for that. You know, I, I had time to sit down and, and, and work on the mental aspects of fighting. Obviously, sitting down, I get to work on the physical aspect, get my body right where it needs to be, working with the guys here at the PI with the supplements and, and, and strength and conditioning and, and the recovery. We're all dope. And then at that, you know, back in the crib, uh, we get massages twice a week. We get Kairos every week. My body's in a different space. I did none of this shit before. I was always, even as a kid, I was an athlete and I did, I would go play some basketball or baseball, whatever. And then I just go home. There was no stretching or none of that shit, no cold baths and saunas and all of that. But at this point, whether it's because of the times passing with technology or whatever, that's where we're at, you know, and I've definitely, um, I've definitely taken advantage of that. And I feel I'm I'm reaping the rewards right now. And on Saturday night, we're going to see a banger of a fight. Uh, so Chad, if you got questions for Mike Jackson, get them in now and I will ask him and he will answer. But I did want to acknowledge several people in the chat met you when you did the watch party at Kobo's with, uh, our buddy, Nick, <clears throat> you guys did a UFC yeah, yeah, 272 yeah. watch party or was it 73? I was shit with fun. Shout out to my guy. Shout out to my guy. Man, y'all killed it by the way. Shout I was driving guy. home from a gig watching. I was like, yeah, hey, they're killing it. Uh, so, but yeah, several yeah. people said they got to meet you that night and that you were, you were cool as fuck, real down to earth. Which doesn't surprise sure. me one bit if you know Mike Jackson. So uh, Clarence, the truck driver Pookie, and several others said uh, they got to meet Shout you out that to night. Pookie and them. Yeah, Shout Pookie and them. Uh, so get your questions in. I know we got like MMA Mark. Marks, he said he's rooting for you. Uh, so MMA Marks, if you have questions, man, get them in. So let me ask you this. Uh, <clears throat> do you feel like, and I, I kind of know the answer to this because I know you, but I think I still, as a journalist or a media guy, I have to ask you this question. Do you feel like you have something to prove to Dana White? Because we know he was critical of you. Okay. That's it. That that, that means nothing to me. And here's why. I understand Dana's position. I understand why he reacted the way he reacted. Um, Not that I agree with it, but I understand why. And I can't necessarily agree with it because I'm not in his position and and, and to, to have these emotions. I get it. Um, and we, and we chopped it up, you know, so it's, it is what it is. Again, at this point, it is, it has nothing to do with anybody else but myself. Again, you know, people, and it, it, I guess it stems from the, oh, you can't, that people, uh, you can't fight, but it is, it's more so the world hasn't seen the art. Like I understand the talents that I possess. I understand these are gifts, right? And I, I do some amazing shit with my hand, whether I'm inside or outside. And the world hasn't seen that yet. And that's what this opportunity is now. It's an opportunity for me to show the world some dope art. Because again, I'm one of, I'm fucking dope artist. You know what I'm saying? So that's all this shit is. And I, that's all I'm that's that's really all I'm here for. It's not to prove nothing, nobody wrong or nothing. It's really just to present the art to the people because I know they're gonna enjoy it. I love it, dude. Well, uh this Saturday, you are first fight. Is that five o'clock? Uh it's three o'clock there? Man, five o'clock central. Three five o'clock, o'clock central. Yo, I've always wanted to be the first fight tonight. Have I've you? I've never been the first fight. Never. 
But I've always, because who the fuck want to just sit here waiting around? Fuck all that. I got shit to do. I got to go. I got two food to get to. Yeah, you got food to record. Uh, Okay, so give everybody the socials so they can keep up with you now and later. Uh, Because you've got the new brand, too. you got the new Shits and Giggles brand, which is blowing up. So tell everybody about yours and the brand. Course, shits and giggles brand is on IG. It was the truth, Jackson, but I got I got banned for cooking too many white nationalists over there because they're white fragility. Uh, so it's shits and giggles brand on Instagram. It's at the truth Jackson on Twitter. And right now I'm actually doing a blog for this whole fight week. Uh, and you can find that over on my Facebook at Mike the Truth Jackson. Um, and just stay tuned for some dope content that we're gonna be putting out. We know we talked about it. Yeah, hey, I, I chopped it up with Ariel real quick. He was like, bro, just fucking let it roll. What are you doing? And I was like, all right, I got you, I got you. So About what uh, you and I, I talked about? This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, partly that is adding on to some other things. But yeah, uh-huh. so uh, I just got to get the fight week out the way. You know, even though I like to, I want this to feel like an everyday week for me because I don't want to put too much on it. I still understand what it is. It's a fight, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's taken, it, 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 takes, uh, it takes up some of the bandwidth. You know what I'm saying, and and but once this is over, shit, we're gonna be ready to do some other dope things in the in the in the content creating space, and that's what we're gonna do. You'll be able to find a new blog right now on the Mike the Truth Jackson Facebook page, and again, shits and giggles brand on Instagram because I got some dope shit. To get. Uh, yeah, Potch getting the links in there. He's got the links in the chat for you, homie. Hey, I appreciate you. You I just picked up some you. follows from the deckheads. You know I love you, You're- homie. I uh, can't wait to see this. Uh, best of luck to you, my friend. Um, I'm excited for Thank you. Thank you, man. ESPN, we on ESPN Plus this Saturday, uh, 5 o'clock Central Time. And my, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to do old H-D. school. I'm going to do two old school things before I let you go. Old school cage door pre-fight interview. Uh, I, we always ask this question locally, right? Tell me how the fight ends, yeah. Mike Jackson. Hey, he's dead. <laughs> He's dead. What round do you murder him in? <laughs> I, I honestly feel it'll be a second round, but shit, whatever he presents, he presents. If That's it's it? the first round, it's the first round. If I gotta, if I gotta cook him a little bit, let him simmer a little bit longer in the oubliette, uh, second round, that's cool too. But he dead. He dead. MikeTheTruth.com! Oh, they don't know about that. Hey, homie, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for taking the time out. Also, just want to say, you already you already hooked it up with Nick, right? You guys, you're going to be joining Nick Sharara on Nick's show on Monday post-fight to talk about the fight and what went on and everything else. So is that still happening? That was, I had asked you, were you doing that? Have you not heard from him? Jesus. We'll get it taken and care of. I guess I am. I don't you know. Were, well, remember I texted you. I was like, hey, do you want to, will you join Nick's show? But I thought that, you're right, you're right, you're right. He, we, because I, I just Because that was the watch party. Yeah. So you'll be on post fight. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. So yeah. we'll make that happen for sure, man. Uh, homie, I appreciate you uh, kick ass this weekend. Tell Bob, I said, what's up? I need to get him on the program as well. And tell Ike, I said, hello. I didn't talk to that dude since I shut down the cage door. So tell him, I said, hey, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No Go kill that dude. Love you, baby. Love you homie. Yep. Yo, that is Mike the Truth Jackson. Make sure you follow him. IG, make sure you follow him <laughs> on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter. The journey is worth it. The dude, not only is he a good fighter, he's a good dude. He's a good follow. Uh, you can't go wrong, man. Uh, he's great. Is CeCe dead? Uh, did she drown? What happened? I don't know. Was it? What happened? Uh, yeah, Twitter. There's the Twitter right there. Twitter.com forward slash the truth Jackson. Uh, he's a fun follow. Now, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. 
CC, you good? Okay. Uh, Michael get after some folks on the socials. Just be prepared. Mike gets after some folks on the socials. He, uh, well, you'll see. You'll see. Uh, but yeah, man, shout out to my dude, Truth, man. I appreciate him dropping in uh, before his fight. It's Trust me, they've got a shit ton to do. And that is, it can be very disruptive the week of a fight. Like, that's why Derek Lewis will rarely do an interview. Bob will rarely do these. Most guys don't want to do it once they get to the destination city where they're fighting. But Truth, he's a man of the people. And, uh, Oh, he loves he loves the limelight. So ain't no way he's turning that down for sure. Uh, so that was dope, man. I appreciate uh, Mike the Truth for joining. And I'm gonna. I said I would, so I will. Clarence said post that on Patreon when he sends you the link. I will or the the text of the face off, and I will absolutely do that. I'm gonna remind him right now. Hey, don't forget to send me that pic. All right, and I will post that on the Discord. Hey, MMA Marks, man, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it, dude. I, I saw Mark G say I need to do more MMA. You know, I I really do. I don't know how many of y'all actually really get into MMA, but, dude, with as many... CC, you liked it? Oh, I'm glad. I know a lot of folks are either in on the sport or not in on the sport, but... And I'm not trying to, like, be braggadocious or anything, but I know so many people in the business... That I could literally just every week we could we could have guests like this, but I don't want to overdo it because it's not a uh, it's not a mainstream sport. You know, it'd be like having fucking golf and soccer and racing on every week. Like it's just not a mainstream sport, so I don't think as many people uh, would be as interested. But when you get an opportunity like this, you uh, you take it. So so I did. Uh, that's why I was asking if she drowned. You do the math. Yeah, okay. All right. Cool. Cool. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I just enjoy a good interview. Yeah. Uh, well, good. Uh, I try to watch every UFC fight card. Uh, and yeah, it's tough though, man. Will you ever, what does this Mark, MMA Mark said, well, if you ever want to hook me up to feel free to pass some over. Uh, no doubt, man. I'll do what I can. Let me get rid of this name on there. Uh, no doubt, dude. Yeah. It, uh, it's cool, man. Dude, MMA people, Donna said once a month, I, we can make that happen, Donna. We can make that happen. Maybe uh, maybe before, because they do what? One UFC main card per month, like UFC 273, 274, whatever. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll try to get some folks on once a month to talk about it. So not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. I want to smoke with Mike. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. A lot of these dudes in the sport are just good dudes. Just genuinely, generally good dudes. Mike is... One of the best, one of the coolest. And here's why. Here's why. Because I remember when Mike Jackson was a boxer, somewhat MMA guy out of Bryan College Station, Texas. He went to Texas A&M. Just trying to figure out what he was going to do in MMA. He just loved the sport. He loved boxing. He loved MMA. And that was it. And uh, nobody knew who he was. It's just, and he built his whole career himself the hard way. And that's the fun part, man. That's the cool part for me is seeing guys like that. And Ike Villanueva uh, and Crew Bob and Derek and all these cats that are now in the UFC. It's great to see them make it. Because uh, let me tell you, man, y'all have no idea how hard these dudes work. Every fighter that you see in the cage that looks like, oh, they're just... 
you really and truly have no idea the amount of sacrifice every fighter has made to get to that point. Nobody is just Cadillacing into the UFC. If you're watching a UFC fighter, trust and believe they have spent years toiling, perfecting their craft, honing their craft, bleeding, aching, injured, exhausted, working two, three jobs. Like it's a fucking grind. So I, I, they, they have a special place in my heart. That's for sure. What's it say? I'd love to see Barry do uh in the, what is this? In them five Wayne. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I have no idea what that is in them five. I don't know what that means. I'm trying to, I don't know what that means. I'd love to see Barry do a, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is. I see the, I see the uh, emote, but I don't know what that is. Oh, shot time. I'll do a shot. We still got an hour number three to do. We still have an hour number three. You guys, if you want to check out hour number three, you still have time. Go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. If you join right now, you can get the link on Patreon, but you'll also Jen. If you email Jen, she can send you the link. In case you don't get there. So this is Jen's email. Just email Jen at barryondeck.com. I think she's still here. And uh, yeah, she'll send you the link. If you don't see it on the Patreon, if you don't get connected to the Discord just yet, go join. I think I saw we added a couple of folks. Did I get a message? Yes. So we had two new people. So if you don't get the link, email Jen. She's right there. And um, if you don't see the link pop up in the next, you know, 10 minutes after the show ends, email Jen and she'll get to you. 600 seconds. What is that? I don't know what that means. What is 600 seconds? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, <clears throat> Eric Rosendo said, do one for UFC 274. Uh, the fight I want to see there is El Kukui and Chandler. Uh, and second is Oliveira and Gaethje. Yeah, that's going to be a good card too. I think we're doing a watch party at Kobo's. Is that, is that the May card, Eric Rosendez? Is that the May card? Is it not? Oh, my bad, Jen. Jen at whosefancy.com. Is it the May? That's the May card, right? I think I'm going to be at that watch party at Kobo's for the May card. So I'm going to try to get some special guests if I'm going to be there. That'll be fun. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, all right. Let's go. Let's wrap this up. I got to pee. And I do. We didn't get to nearly all the shit I wanted to get to. My goodness. We didn't talk any Astros overreactions and Odorizzi and Pena. We didn't talk about the Padres. We didn't get to either of the videos, Mike Tyson or that crazy fucker tackling somebody for hitting a home run. Holy shit, we had a lot left. Craziness. Thank you for the follow. Thank you for all the cheers. Thank you for the hype train. Thank you for the gifted subs. Thank you for the support. I love you guys. CC, I love you, Bobo. Have fun out there in Baytown. I'll see you Saturday. More like Bobo City. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a watch party at Kobo's uh, for the next UFC event. Well, at least that's the plan. Maybe it got canceled and I wasn't coming. Here's your shot, Chris Reyes and everybody. Cheers. I love you. I'll see you in hour number three to all of the uh, Patreon members. Uh. Oh. oh, Mike sent me the, oh my God. Mike sent me the photo. Yeah, we'll show this. We'll show this on the private stream in hour three. All right, I'm going to go pee. I'll get the stream set up. You guys come back. We're going to hang out and do all the weird shit we do in hour number three, which is usually the best hour of the week. Not going to lie. 
So, uh, what? Watching you in hour three? Why? What is all the eyes today? I don't get it. All right. Hey, man. Love y'all. For those of you that are going to see me in hour number three, I'll see you over there. For those of you that aren't, don't forget tomorrow we start 11 a.m. Now, because everything got pushed back, which I told the story at the beginning of the show, but because everything got pushed back, usually I've been having Dez from Apollo Media join me and talk baseball. That's going to happen tomorrow. Stick around for that as well. All right, until then or until I see you when I see you, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. I'll see y'all in a minute or tomorrow or when I see you. Oh, is Nick on? Okay, let's raid Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea, good idea, good idea, good idea. Here we go. Raiding Nicholas. Stick around. See y'all in hour three. Unless you hang out with Nick, and that's fine too. All right. We got 27 going to the raid. I'll get everything set up when I pee. Bye. I appreciate everybody on Podbean. Thank you, guys. Here goes. Bye. And he's making a YouTube video.